Okay, yeah, this is <laughs> this is Sam. This is Sam Damshek. What's up, Full everybody? Full name. Um, Sam is D- a Damshek, but Damshek oh, works too. <laughs> I've been saying you, it wrong this whole can, time. You can interpret it however okay. you want. You probably spell it wrong too. No, I think I spell it right, but I think I I guess I pronounce it wrong. Well, that's a start. Yeah, that's something. I've never drank wine. Actually, that's a lie. What were you gonna say? Drink wine. I drank wine on a podcast once. I think. Which podcast yes. have you done? You did impulsive. Um, I did. I've done a couple. I did. Um, I did Logan's. You're a vet. Yeah, I love these things. <laughs> no, they're fun. I uh, love. I mean, I totally I'm like get it. Very excited for this one. But I did Logan's twice. Um, I did Summer Ray and Amanda Cerny's like like so long ago, like almost two is years it, ago. Is there like a sex podcast or like what? I, I actually have no idea. No, like, they. It's like it's almost kind of just like I'm pretty sure I wore pajamas and they wore pajamas and it's like girl okay. talk, girl talk. Okay, that's fun. Um, I did this one in New York, and then I did Julia Roses recently, and that's mm-hmm. the one I, I drank wine on. Okay. All different vibes. Yeah. But now we're here. This is this is going to be your favorite podcast. This is going to be the best podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So Sam is a celebrity photographer? I think that's is the that title. What, yeah, because I was on your Instagram. I was like, how am I going to introduce Sam? Because I don't know. It's hard to label me because I feel like I shoot so much different yeah shit but i think i think celebrity fashion photographers though yeah and you want to go into more fashion right yeah that's that's like what i'm i'm leaning towards i mean i'm just trying to figure out how how i can continue to do everything i guess like I, i i feel like i find well so it's like i started i mean you know i started shooting like kind of in like the social media like youtube scene and all of that and then obviously that progressed into more like high end work and working with a lot of models and celebrities and that kind of thing but right now it's just this weird it's this weird thing where i'm shooting i'm like you know one day i'm like shooting a rapper and then the next day i'm shooting like a pop star and then the next day i'm shooting like a girl for a bikini campaign and then mm-hmm. like you know and then the next day it's like a fashion lookbook um where so do you ca- think like the passion is for for all of these different people you get to shoot like where are you most excited is it shooting like the biggest people excites you or is it shooting more fashion yeah that brands? definitely it i <laughs> I guess I, I get most excited about any. Or, well, there's a couple things. Like when it comes to brands, um, I mean, at this point, I try to only accept work from brands that I really like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at you know, you start off, you're kind of just taking what you can get. Totally. But now I'm like, I think one of the, like the most gratifying things is uh, 2020. I was able to turn down work that I didn't want to do, mm-hmm. or turn down work. Um, you know, people would be like, "Oh, like can you shoot? Can you shoot digital instead of film?" And I'd be like, "No, I shoot film. <laughs> like this is my vibe. Like I guess just yeah. being able to like have that integrity because." It sucks. It's like if you're if you're supporting yourself, you don't you don't have that option for a while. And finally, like I do, which has been nice. But I guess working for any brand that I really like is super exciting. You know, where they have a good team and stylists and this and that, and everything's really cool. Um, and also, yeah, working with really big people. I feel like some people think it's like shallow to be excited with. Working I don't think that's shallow. With like famous, yeah. yeah but that's I, not. I, I've always I've always seen it as this this cool thing of like these are the most public people in the entire world. So having an opportunity to like paint a much more personal picture of them, I think is like one such an honor, but also mm-hmm. too just like very exciting to have that yeah, and validating too. Yeah. Like that's a, a thing you can check off. Like I shot this person. Like that. I don't think that's shallow. It's yeah. like more of just like an accomplishment. And yeah. this is something I was thinking about recently too. Is that you know it's like you look at these these classic photographers that shot like the Beatles or like I don't know like Billy Idol or like just like all these like famous artists from back in the day that are like so iconic to us um but i think part of why they're iconic other than their talent their legacy is that we didn't live through it yeah um so i think all these people that i'm working with now i have to remind myself that like they grow up and a new generation comes in and 
having photos of these people that are like relatively my age at that point in their career and then they grow older and even if they retire, whatever it is, yeah. it's like it will end up being like the images you see, like these famous images of like Kurt Cobain or like all these totally. people. Um, I'd like to believe anyways. Yeah, no, and, I actually see that as well for your for your photos as well. You're thinking big picture, you know, yeah, like I'm, I can see this beyond today. Yeah, it's like I'm thinking, it's just, it's crazy how like, you know, photography is one of those things where I guess I don't even know like what what power certain images of mine hold yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I shoot certain things and there's so much instant gratification right now, which is great. Like you post yeah. on Instagram and then it's kind of like, okay, on to the next one, you know, like maybe it gets published somewhere, whatever it is. But one of those photos might be something that, you know, lasts forever in, in the sense that it, it like it holds its, its importance power, or yeah. it gains its importance because, you know, as people grow, something of them at a certain point in their life, a timestamp, yeah. As we talked about yeah. before this, like, it's kind of nuts, you know? Yeah. So I think that's, that's like a pretty, pretty fun thing. Sam and I were talking about how this podcast and like the videos that we're going to do on this podcast are all going to be kind of a timestamp of where we all are today in our careers. Not even that, like in life. Cause yeah. like, we'll, we'll forever have these videos to look back on and like see our progress, which yeah, is really sick. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's so exciting. Yeah. Because it's like we grow up. I know. Like we get older. I know. This it's, is, yeah. And we don't really realize how different we're going to be in like in two years time. Yeah. Like I I'm probably like, going to cringe at these videos being like, holy fuck. I know. And I feel <laughs> like, I feel like me and you in a sense are very present. Like mm-hmm. it's like we're looking towards the future. Like we reflect on the past, but it's really easy to be like, okay, I'm, I'm like here right now. Like this is who Sam is. And yeah. then every month I look back and I'm like, oh my God, no, this is who Sam is. That like that that kid was just, that was a kid just learning. Yeah. Like I find myself like once a month being like, okay, I'm like becoming a man now. Like I'm like growing mm-hmm. up and then like a month goes by and I'm like, oh my God, I was such a child. Like, yeah. You know? like, yeah. Your and ta- you're going to look back on this. Taste like, and everything fuck. develop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exciting shit. Yeah. So what is boring. like becoming a man to you? What does that look like? Yeah. What, like, is, what is a subjective, subjective term? Because right? like as a, as a girl, like I don't know what kind of, because like I, I feel like I know what kind of qualities like makes a woman, but like I don't know what a guy's perspective of what makes a man is. Oh. Is it like the ability to provide? Is it like confidence? Is it being a leader? Like what is I, it? I think those also could be wrong. I think I think a lot of it is becoming more and more sure of yourself in certain senses. Where it's like, you know, I'm sure when you were younger, like let's take the way you dressed. I feel like mm-hmm. that's like an easy thing. Yeah. It's like your style changes so pretty it's consistently. It's a visual yeah. representation of an actual change within. Yeah. Like your your style when you're younger, your style changes a ton, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like, you know, like for myself anyways, as I've gotten older, I'm just using this as an example. Like yeah. I, although my style changes, it, it stays, the consistency starts to be there where eventually it's like, I'll probably be, you know, I'll know what Sam Damashek dresses like, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like I, yeah. I'm all over the place, but I feel like you become more sure of like what you actually like, your taste. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like know, establishing yourself. Yeah, just like being... I guess being sure of like who who you are, I feel like is kind of coming into manhood in a sense. Um, you know, really becoming confident. Like, okay, these are my friends, and these are who I value, and this is why. And like developing, like recently, I think especially with like dating life and stuff too, I found that like I've kind of developed this list of like non compromisables in girls and friendships, and like knowing those. Yeah. And like being, being confident that like, okay, these are things that like I'm going to avoid in people. These are things I really like and being sure of it instead yeah. of kind of just floating around like shit. Like I think I know, but I don't. And Ignorantly almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are some of those kind of things you can't compromise on in people? Let's see. 
I guess um, I think that the easiest way to put it is is I feel like I'm at a point where I haven't like I know I've seen so many faces I know so many people I have a lot of friends and it's kind of now I just like really pay attention to like energy and intuition which I always have but I used to like make excuses or like come at it with a sense of optimism which isn't bad but now it's sort of like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste my time figuring out if I can like you it's like I meet enough people where I just click and I'm like okay like you're somebody I want in my life like we're on the same page yeah if we're not on the same page like all power to you do you Uh, think you look at it more like not pessimistic but like a realist approach or like how would you say you look at it now Yeah. yeah I'm definitely I'm definitely more I'm more realistic um do you kind of put the pressure on them? It's like, I'm going to be here and you pretty much show me if you're a good person. Kind of Maybe thing. it's more of like a two-way street where it's like, you know, do we vibe? Like, do me and this person, are we, like, I might, I may not love somebody, but like they, they could be great in like their own capacity and get along with a certain mm-hmm. type of person, a group of people really, really well. Um, and maybe they just don't fit in with me and it's sort of just like accepting that and like not wasting your time. I think communication too, like the more, the more I learn to communicate and just like be honest with how I feel or like anything that definitely gives me a sense of like, okay, I'm, I'm maturing like this and that. Um, it's all step by step. I'm sure I'm going to look at this in like a few weeks and be like, (laughs) damn dude like wow if only if only you knew what you knew now no i know i look at all of like my podcasts i'm like oh my god like even like it's recent and i'm still like what the fuck how old are you again 22 22 okay so we're like the same age. yeah we're at such a funny age yeah it's like why funny it's a hilarious because like we're like we're we're at a hilarious age in a hilarious position Mm -hmm. where we've both we've both been in like a very adult industry yeah for quite some time and Mm -hmm. have been like around a lot of people that have their shit figured out or they totally don't mm-hmm. and they're older or they're younger and it's like this whole thing that we've been thrown into and it's kind of crazy growing up in it because like it's this I guess with where we're at right now it's like we're changing so frequently yeah. yet like in this world that's like very intense and like a lot of eyes and things yeah. going on and I don't know, I guess it's just funny because it's like we're we're changing so much right now <laughs> no like, it's actually pretty crazy I'm, and if you're not you're doing something wrong I yeah. think I think you really should I mean especially in your early 20s like that's when you figure it out like you figure out who you are to your point like it's like truly you find your identity and some people don't find it till their 30s but because of the exposure that we get you figure it out a lot younger yeah if you're no, lucky no for sure I mean everybody everybody always thinks that I'm like substantially older than I am and mm-hmm. I think part of that's just because I started shooting in Hollywood and like on this, you know, doing all this shit when I was, when I was 16. Um, so it's like, you know, instead of being surrounded by like a bunch of 16 year olds at lunch at high school, it was like, I was up here around a bunch of people where I had like, I had to like walk the walk and look the part mm-hmm. and it does grow you. Sometimes it makes me a little sad cause I'm mm-hmm. like, shit, like don't take yourself too seriously. Like yeah. remember to be a fucking kid. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm appreciative that, you know, I've kind of knocked out a lot of the bullshit that I had to learn early on. And I'm like at a pretty comfortable place um, right now, you know, like looking back as a kid, like, did you have an idea in your head of like the kind of person you wanted to be at this age? Like, even if it was like a vague idea, cause, cause I think about that for myself of like, like, do you picture kind of like an idea of this is who I want to be? And you kind of go towards that. Or how do you like go through life in terms of growing? Like how do you navigate growing and how do you make the decisions of who you want to be? That's a really, really good question. Cause I guess who you want to be changes, but yeah. I think, I think there's certain things that, that remain. Um, For sure. I guess my goal is like, I want to see myself as a person that like 
remains having a really fun time and it's like a light and a good energy um, and can be weird and can, can act like a, a fucking six-year-old. Yeah. Um, but also can be very stable and very responsible and like, fi- you know, finding that balance. Like, I think that'd be like the, the best thing to be. Yeah. So it's like you meet some people that are, you know, in their 30s or whatever and they act completely like a child and it's like, okay, no, you have to, you know, to a certain extent, it's like, look, like... To balance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, treat certain things more seriously and, you know, understand that, like, yes, it's, like, glamorous to be, like, just eternally a kid, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, you gotta, you gotta, like, learn that responsibility. Uh, but then you also look at people that just, it feels like they have no youth left in them and it's, like... like what a shame. Capture, capture the youth. Yeah. Capture the excitement. It's interesting because I feel like people in the creative world, their idea of what is attractive of what they should look like as they're older is what you're describing because I feel the same way of like you want to be able to have the maturity to do and be serious when you need to put on that hat but then you also people in the creative industry really value the idea of staying childlike forever like because they they understand the importance of that and how crucial it is and how 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 that is pretty much like expression and if you can keep that childlike thing you can always be your fullest expression of yourself and like remain excited 100%. to your point. It's interesting though, because not everyone thinks like that. People look like the, the most attractive thing to me to be an adult is like to be extremely confident, intimidating, powerful. Like they don't, there's some people in some yeah. career paths. They don't even put and, that and, in. And that's like, that's a very like enticing thing. Like yeah. power is enticing and confidence is enticing. But I think, I think having that in a way that's like not as black and white. Like having power from the fact that people love you and love the way you make them feel is like the greatest power. And mm-hmm. like, you know, finding power from that and not necessarily finding power from like the leverage you can have or like how successful you are. Yeah. Um, that like will come. But I think making, you know, like the power goal more based around, okay, like I'm, how, I'm powerful how in a viewed. city or a setting yeah. because people people love me and they love hanging mm-hmm. out and like that's that is a powerful thing that when people yeah. want to be around you and I, I always just hope that like I bring you know it's like I, I just I always hope that I continue to like bring the thing that made people like me and gave me my success and like keep bringing like that light and like that energy and like yeah. just to not lose that but like the excitement I think in order to not lose that you just need to forever keep the awareness that like to to check yourself am yes. I losing it you know yes. like am I am I starting to lose myself am I changing too quickly yeah. am I holding on to the thing that made me like cool in the first place that people liked me in the first place mm-hmm. and just having because some people just don't have the awareness to check in yeah. you know and it sounds like you do yeah no you gotta gotta check in check in always no yeah i check in a lot because like i'm like i i feel like the same with you like we change so fast and i'm like i don't even know like and personality is so malleable that like yeah. you can really become anything that you want that you don't even know really like who you innately are because you can put on all these hats and it, it's yeah. confusing sometimes and it's funny like i i feel like in the last year there was quite quite a few times where i looked in the mirror and i was like hey like don't forget, you know, um, I, 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 like ironically, like 2020, you know, being what it was, um, it's weird, but like I did, I did have a lot of newfound success that kind of came as a surprise. And what was that? Um, just like overall, I think just business wise and like career wise, like a lot of things kind of popping off and coming together. But with that, 
you know, it's like being a young man, like that ego is like so dangerous. Um, it really is. Like, what do you mean? Like just dangerous like how? Being, being a young guy in Los Angeles, it's like, it's so easy to get wrapped up in yourself or like think that you have to like present yourself in this certain way. Why do you like, think that is? Because there's a lot of, there's just, there's I a lot. Because I feel that way as a girl. So I'm, really? I'm, I'm interested. Um, yeah. I think it's because, well, that's why like women have like such a, a power in a sense is that mm-hmm. you guys don't have as much ego it's like mm-hmm. guy it's it's so guys it's, are supposed they have more expectations though to be like the more powerful of the genders even though it might not necessarily be true yeah. they have more of a pressure but it to can be, be it can be like destructive so i think like finding yourself in this place where it's like i remember like you know i made i made for the first time this year like i made enough money to like you know be like okay like i i want certain things and i remember but i placed like this weird value on them where I'm like, wait, are you doing this for yourself? Or like, are you doing this because you think you have to prove something to other people? And a bunch of times I looked in the mirror and I'm like, hey, like, remember that like people like working with you because you were just, you're just, you were just a sweet, nice person. And at the end of the day, it's like, just hold that and stop trying to be like this fucking cool guy and get cool stuff. Like, you know, that's fine, but do it, do it, you know, don't do it to prove something and like, don't do it to be like all macho, like just stay remember remember why people liked you yeah, and your re- roots remember and who you are exactly yeah like, remember why it started like yeah. who you were yeah um, don't forget rather how much success you have i think one thing that i really want to work on with myself is i know i don't spend nearly enough time alone mm-hmm. um i think that might be like one of my biggest flaws and i don't know if it's like a fear of being alone or more of just a habit from like this you know crazy last few years of always having the stimulation of people and socializing and I want to spend more time alone because I, I'll find myself doing things where I'm like, wait, that's actually like not really your character. It's just like you haven't, you've been spending so much time with other people that not even in bad ways, like I'm not, I don't even mean like you take their bad qualities, but maybe even like taste, like start doing things where you're like, oh, that's not really my vibe, but I'm doing it because I've spent time with these people. Where like creatively, I feel, like within work? Yeah, creatively or just in, in a lot of, I don't even, in any sense. Are you saying like you pretty much notice like you, like... Ha- started becoming a product of your environment yeah I'll, I'll find myself being a product of my, of my environment in a lot of good ways but i'll also find myself doing things like i said not even bad just doing things that differently that i don't think are as like accurate of a representation where i think as a photographer as anybody like the most powerful thing you can have is your uniqueness and like mm-hmm. trying to be as authentic with you as possible so if you start to do things that are more you know somebody else's lingo or like whatever you're like developing other people's taste it could take away from like the unique taste of your own. So I, I'd like to start trying to spend more time alone so that I can like be only, you know, kind of influenced by my own mm-hmm. thoughts, like creatively and that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but then when I want to like taking it from other people as yeah. well. Also being alone, like builds a really strong sense of self. Like you really know yeah. who you are because like you've spent so much time alone. Yeah. I mean, I spent a lot of time alone. That's why I, I was just going to say, I yeah. feel like you, you spent a lot of time alone. Yeah. No, I, I really understand the value of it because you, you get so much done and you figure out so much about yourself. And like, I feel like, I'm also not like a relationship person and I, I've noticed like people go into relationships and it kind of distracts them from like their path of like who they are, yeah. you know, because they're now they devote themselves to somebody else or they're thinking about this. And like, I really just like, what's interesting to me is like figuring out 
like who the fuck I am. It's it's really interesting. Yeah. And and if the more you more time you spend completely by yourself, undistracted and like quiet your thoughts, you really figure it out. Yeah. And 100%. I feel like if you just keep going like just for yourself, you you get a lot of stuff done. Honestly, like that's that's pretty much what I was trying to say. <laughs> you just you actually like you took the took the words out mm-hmm. of my mouth, which I guess ties into everything we've talked about is yeah. like we're at that funny age where we're trying to figure out who we are mm-hmm. and who we want to be and yeah, definitely alone time would definitely like <laughs> add add a lot to it it will also give you like a tool in your tool belt of like i can be alone i never need to i never need to worry about can i be alone you know and if you're developing that young like you are thinking of doing now yeah you'll have that to carry in your adult life you'll never have to worry it, that you can't do it it will definitely give you a sense of security mm-hmm. like i would think i mean even now yeah. like the more time that you know i don't like i definitely i i would definitely love leaning towards the more social side of things, but just knowing that like social side of things, meaning like I, I I don't, I don't want to become, you know, it's like, I, I like, I like that. I love being around people and I'd rather like that still maintain like the percentage of my time. Um, but I'd love to know, like, I'd love to develop like a perfect comfortability with like, okay, I'm just going to check out right now and it's fine. And like the people still be there when I come back Yeah, I'm going to like do, I'm going to do some Sam stuff. No, a hundred percent. Um, I don't think we'll be able to get rid of our social. I think we love we love socializing so much. It's never actually going to be off the table. You I know fucking I mean? love people. I love people That's why too. I photograph you. I'm like obsessed. I'm obsessed with people. Yeah. Like, I'm obs- I mean, why? It's. I guess like why wouldn't anybody not be obsessed with people? Like the most we intricate, like that, like the most yeah. intricate thing. I was yeah. gonna say most intricate people, most <laughs> intricate creatures, things on the, on the planet. Yeah. Um, like we're so fucking the most weird. fascinating like vessel of life. Yeah, is people. Just a vessel. Yeah, exactly. What a good word for a human. Wait, can I ask for another glass of wine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I like how you are always down to talk about like the stuff I want to talk about. Like, I feel like you're always on my wavelength, which I actually appreciate in people. Like, and it's, and it's rare to find. Yeah, we could, I feel like we could like literally be hammered and see each other and just somehow like go down a rabbit hole of like all this introspective shit. But that's why I fuck with you. Cause yeah. I'm like, I love Sam. Cause you, you get that it's, that's what's like enticing to talk about. And like truly like, what's like not matters because so many things matter but like you're just down to do it and not everyone's down to do it yeah I, you know? it's like you gotta you gotta have conversations like i you know i i really pride myself on my friends i think i have like a very i don't even have a group of friends i just have a lot of friends in different places and i've like formed friend groups around myself but like i'm really prideful of them because i feel like to a certain extent almost everybody in my life it's like i have these conversations with and it's like i have these like revelating moments mm-hmm. with and all this different stuff and I, I like forget that there's a lot of people that don't yeah take the time to have you know more important conversations and like mm-hmm. reflect with their people around them reflect with <laughs> it your is, friends no it is important like, absolutely hey guys. <laughs> I think it's important like for, like if all you do is talk about people uh-huh. then you should reevaluate what's important to you because I feel like I feel like that's a part of growing up is realizing like, cause I remember in like middle school and high school, like all you talk about is like drama and this yeah. and that and like what was going on. And then you just get to a point where you just don't care anymore. Yeah. And I think that's like, was a big kind of like growing up marker is like, I just, and same with you just like stop caring about that. Yeah. But it, it is interesting. And I go back home sometimes and, and they still are, will be stuck in the same place where all they care about is talking to people. And I, I yeah. feel so lucky that I'm in this position where I have friends, like you said, that all they all, they crave this and they crave like yeah. actual real connection and, and yeah. really getting to, to roots of conversation that are interesting. Sounds funny, but I guess I've like loved about myself recently is that I think like 
you know, especially when I came here when I was younger, it's like I would preach stuff like, no, like don't talk about mindless bullshit. Don't, don't talk shit. Like <laughs> be real, like be really straightforward with people. But it's like, I wasn't like, <laughs> I wasn't actually being fully real with certain mm-hmm. people. Like I would sugarcoat mm-hmm. a lot of shit. I'd spend time with people I didn't necessarily love. Mm-hmm. Or like I'd find myself just wasting time on, you know, mindless trauma and this and that. And I love that. I actually can say now that it doesn't, it doesn't even like really enter conversation or yeah. things like that. Like, I guess it's, it's nice for me to feel like, okay, wait, you're actually, you know, you're not just like preaching mm-hmm. like what you think is right. Like you're finally you're doing, doing it. it. Like yeah. good job. Woo. Yeah. You know? A change in behavior in your mind is just in your head. You have to actually change you can't your behavior. Force it. Yeah. But do you find that? Cause part of your job, like you said, like you hang out with people like you don't necessarily like, but part of your job, which I understand is like you, you have to do that. You, you have yeah. to, you can't, you can't just like ha- be, hold on to your pride so much that you are like, I'm not going to work with this person because they were a dick to me that one time. You, you can't. Like, no, you don't, I, I, and that's, yeah. that's where like, I think especially artists, photographers, maybe specifically, um, you know, it, there, I can't speak for everybody, but like, Photographers specifically, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of ego. There's a lot of people that are very, you know, like this is like rigid in a sense where it's like no, like fuck that person. I'm not working with them. Or you're saying only, photographers are like that, or f- the yeah, people you shoot photographers, okay. but I guess anybody in the industry, but like photographers specifically, where like they become so like obsessive about I'm not doing this, I'm not doing or like I don't like this person, yada yada yada. And that's I I like respect that in the sense where it's like wow, you're very you're very definitive. Like it's yeah. like you're gonna do only what you want to do. But I, I think to be successful, it's like you do, you know, you have to compromise in certain, in certain senses. Like you're gonna, I agree. You're going to have to like give in certain areas. And, you know, there's people that, you know, I guess I, I don't necessarily love, but I like working with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of just got to swallow that pill sometimes yeah. as long as you're not doing it too often. Do you see that? Because like photography is an interesting job, but half of it is like it's it's benefit it's like exploiting people right like not really but it technically yeah. is so do you see that being kind of like a weird question of character like this isn't necessarily my character but in order to do my job well i have to jeopardize this part of myself that like maybe has to value more famous people and maybe has to has to capture a, a moment of like a person that's there because they are successful yeah, because the, yeah. you know and I, I think about that all the time like I I always like have this inner battle where all right let's take a sunset since I was like I'm like driving on the I I, I shot in Big Bear uh, two days ago mm-hmm. and it was like the prettiest sunset I've seen in such a long time and I remember I was driving so I, I couldn't take photos of it and I had a, this little debate where it's like do I pull over and take photos of the sunset or do I just continue driving and continue listening to the song I like and do I just enjoy it and do I accept that it's okay to not capture it? You know, it's kind of this, or I, or parties. I used to, I I mean, I still bring my camera everywhere I go, Mm -hmm. but I used to bring it to parties and I used to constantly be shooting all the faces at like whatever parties I was at. And then at some point in the last six months or so, I started sometimes not even bringing my camera or I'd bring it. I really wouldn't shoot that much. And part of me would guilt myself and be like, yeah, why, why don't you have that drive that's like capturing all these little moments? But then that being said, I'm kind of like, or is it good that, you know, you're, you're allowing yourself to just live these things, you know, yeah. like, um, which ties into the, the famous person thing too. It's like, you know, I used to, I'd hang out, you know, I'd work with somebody famous and then like we'd hang out. 
And I'd kind of have this pressure of like us hanging out. I'm like, wow, your time's so valuable. I feel like even though we're just kicking it, I should still be somehow like capturing this. That's and a like, hard, honestly, really hard position to be in. It, it is. And I, so I'm tr- trying you know, to deal. What's right. Where's the line? Once again, yeah. yeah once again, it's like what's that. Acceptable? Once again, it's that balance of like, I think it's, it's equally as important to sometimes just live those things. And like would people develop, keep developing the relationship. And next time you <laughs> actually work together, it's like yeah. that much better. And you know, I feel like, even me going to parties and maybe not capturing everything, but just kind of experiencing certain moments. Like we hold it, like we lock it back here. And then maybe you're writing like an idea for a music video or shoot. And like some little moment that you saw could trigger like a feeling or an idea. Um, I feel like balance. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, what you're kind of describing, it sounds like you, you're pretty much like acknowledging the fact that you give up a part of yourself for the art that you do, you know, which mm-hmm. is like maybe not being able to be present in every moment because you're capturing it to show to the eyes of other people, yeah. you know, and like a lot of people feel that way in the arts and like in entertainment because like to be a singer, to be an actor, like you have to give up a part of yourself yeah. for, for, for the in- entertainment or the enjoyment of other people. It's a huge, it's a huge sacrifice. And I think I, I'm always like really, I'm really, really happy when like that sacrifice just comes very naturally. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll, I'll find myself in these little moments where I'm like kind of bummed out because in my head I'm like, I know even though I'm like really present right now and I'm enjoying whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. there's like this, you know, it's like, you know, maybe I'm like in a room of people talking and it's like a great conversation. And then like I see like somebody look a certain way and I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I want to run out the room and grab my camera. Mm-hmm. And it's like technically running out the room. I'm like breaking the flow of like how mm-hmm. everything's going. And sometimes I, I, I'll do that because it's like I know, okay, this is worth it. And then sometimes I kind of stay present. I remember on my birthday, like, we're all pretty fucked up. And, like, <laughs> Malibu having a good time. And I saw that, the, like, the, the, it was, like, perfect lighting. And I was, like, with all my friends. They're gorgeous. And I'm like, guys, like, let's go to the beach and shoot. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, like, let's do this. Like, I'll be so mad at myself if I, like, had all of you guys in one room in Malibu and the light's perfect. Like, how could I not do this right now? Yeah. So it's, it's gratifying. Like that sacrifice is gratifying, yeah. but then on, on other times it's like a burden that you feel like that pressure. Yeah. I'm sure that you go, I, you definitely have to experience it too as like a model mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. It's like I, you it, models and people of that nature, like you for sure mm-hmm. sacrifice yourself at times as well too, you know, in different ways. Like, I mean, but that's the, the way that you're describing, I feel like is just like the lens you look at the world. Like you can't help, but notice the beauty and you want to capture it. Like you looking at the sunset, you looking at your friends or a, a way a person was sitting, like you can't help, but notice yeah. that's a great shot and you can't turn that off. And I don't think that's a bad thing that you can't turn off. Yeah. I think it's a good thing that you o- have that. Obviously, you know, my roommate Grady, yeah. um, Grady's a musician, people. Um, <laughs> but I last night like looked at him and I just thought of something so cool because it's like he's what did he a, think of? He's a musician and I'm a visual artist and I'm like Grady, like we live together and you hear everything and I see everything. It's mm-hmm. like I see the things that people don't see and then I show them and like you hear the things that people don't hear and you create it so they can hear it. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's pretty. It was just this cool little moment I had where I'm like, damn, like my, you know, it's like yeah. like this, the different senses, like sight and. And sound, and sound. Yeah. like I don't, you know, it's 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 fucking sick. What quality do you think like about yourself? Not necessarily career wise, but like you think has helped you the most in life. I would say in life and career wise, I think. Uh, like, is there a rule you live by? I I mean, yeah, there's different rules, but I think like a quality that I have that both career and just life wise. Um, not I was gonna say social skills. Social skills is broad, but maybe let's say like intuition mm-hmm. um intuition and in, in 
you know, and that could mean a couple of things. Intuition, like social cues, like, mm-hmm. you know, being intuitive to like how someone actually feels. Yeah. So it's like, you can really know, you know, how to like steer a conversation or a vibe or like, you know, just being able to pick up on things so that you can like read match, people. You can, yeah. Read people, match someone's energy. Like, you know, it's like, say like say I'm shooting, like reading someone and knowing like, okay, I bet they'd like this kind of music or like say we're working on the beach and like a person's fucking freezing cold. I'd like mm-hmm. know so many photographers would be like, Oh, go in the ocean or like do this. And it's like knowing like, okay, wait, maybe this as simple yeah. as that sounds like yeah. maybe this person's cold or like, you know, just knowing like what I guess like really just having a sense of like who somebody is and who the yeah. people around you are so that you can like, you know, take like the version of yourself, but like curate it in certain senses to like, please a room and please people around yeah. you. I think that that's like taking me. I, yeah. I think that's really beyond far. reading people. I feel like that's reading people and then also understanding them, you know, yeah. like, or at least trying to understand them yeah. to help better read them. And some people would be like, Oh, like don't change for anybody. Like always be yourself, but you can be yourself and, manip- and change for someone. Yeah. yeah in, can, a, in a positive way. Yeah. And yeah. you can be yourself and also like manipulate that version. Like, I feel like there's a lot of different versions of myself. I have different attitudes. I have different feelings. Same. You know, your music taste, my music taste. We are mm-hmm. so all over the place. So <laughs> it's like, you're not, you're not being different. You're kind of just figuring out, all right, what version of myself is going to work best in this yeah. situation? You know what I mean? And that's totally mm-hmm. fine. Like, and no is- one's just one thing. Like every, like yeah. it, that doesn't exist. People can put on all different types of hats and be all different kinds of people. And I'm sure you notice this too. And I'm sure most people notice this, like different people that they're with, they become someone else because, and it's exclusive to that person. It, that person will bring out something in them that yeah. totally changes who they are, Abs- but in, absolutely. A, in a true genuine form of who they are. Absolutely. You know? And then with that, with that being said too, like, you know, look at what certain people bring out of you. Yeah. Cause you like, it's always the best when you meet someone that brings out a part of yourself that you love. Yeah. And for some reason that person always brings it out and you can't figure out why other people don't, <laughs> but that person does. And you're like, Oh my God, I love, I love the way I feel when, you know, this person brings this part out of me. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Well, um, that's, yeah, that's notice like noticing who you want in your life, you know? Yeah. That the intuition that you had and that you named is one of the things. What besides something that you had naturally? What's something you've picked up on that has helped you? Ooh, it's a good question. Great question, Charlotte. <laughs> um, this I, maybe this one seems obvious, but you know what I like started valuing. I think in the last like six, seven months, like more than ever, is humor. Mm-hmm. Is 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 being funny mm-hmm. and people that are funny. Like it's, it's important. It's an obvious thing, but I realize like if you can really get good at making people fucking laugh, mm-hmm. it it really is just so beneficial in any capacity. Yeah. Because laughter, what's what's laughter? It's like it's happiness essentially. Yeah. So if you can always just like make somebody laugh and even make them uncomfortable, but in like the good way, like you know, like it's like jokes can be vulnerable and like this kind of thing. Like I, I guess I started really placing more importance on like, dude, like. Make people laugh. Also, like, what I didn't realize until, like, I've gotten older, but, like, I've heard... Because I feel like guys kind of pick up on this, like, sooner maybe than girls do, but that humor is a skill that you can build and get good at. I didn't know that, and oh, I didn't think absolutely. of humor like that. I thought it was, like, something you innately had. And but it is something guys, like, actually work on to get better. And thank God they do, and I'm, like, I think that's fucking amazing. Yeah. But it's true. No, I, I, I like, like, full transparency. I do it all the time. I love It's, that. like, I have so many, like... All, I feel like all my friends are like way funnier than I am. Um, so I'm constantly like picking up on their little nuances yeah. and I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. I'm stealing this from you. Like this little, you're, this little thing you do, this little quirk. Like I love it. For, for dating, do you notice like now that you've kind of gained success and momentum and like you have, you're well respected in your industry. Like, do you notice like, how has that, how has that changed your dating life? 
Um, like from before you started photography. I I think, I mean, well, shit. I feel like I've been <laughs> shooting like for forever at this point. But I guess I guess bef- I mean before you gained like bef- success. Yeah, before it, like it really changed. Yeah, um, and w- wait, yeah, I, I'll, that'll be my next question. Okay. Um, I think if anything, it's changed my single life more Mm -hmm. where it's, it's hard to say. It's like, I've dated like three people. Um, one person I dated twice and that that person I had known for like years. And, um, I think I see it more in my single life in the sense that like, I see the attention I receive. Mm -hmm. Um, and we love it. Like we love, we love (laughs) attention from the opposite sex who doesn't. Um, so it's great to kind of like, you know, just enjoy that. But at the same time, you have to like heighten your awareness and like put your guard up. I guess having more success and being in a more guarded position. Anytime somebody like breaks my trust, it's like, fuck, like I was loving that I wasn't that guarded. Yeah. And now I have to be that much more guarded. Yeah. And, like I would love to just stay as open as possible and be able to like hold optimism. You know, I never want to become somebody that's just like sees the worst in yeah. people because they've been fucked over so many times. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know. It's, um, a, it's called like being damaged and you just yeah. like don't want to let it actually damage you. Yeah. I'm like, no, like don't like, <laughs> don't fuck with me. <laughs> I like this guy. Like I don't want to be like a, yeah. a Scrooge, you know, yeah. it's all bummed out. Yeah. No, completely. Wait, so I know, is this camera fine? This middle one? Um, so I'll just address the elephant in the room, but um, Charlotte's camera, the, like the one in the middle that shows the both of us, it didn't work. So now we're on an iPhone. It's just like a brick wall. Dude, people, thought, people like, think I film in a fucking cafe. I'm like, this is where... It kind of is- looks like a cafe. Or like, I feel like I'm like sitting in like some like New York cafe, like doing like some <laughs> little job interview. This is a projector screen that lifts up and it looks like a room divider, but it's a screen and it's flimsy and it lifts up and the bed is right behind there. There's like my bed is right there, like behind this. My clothes are right here. It just Do you looks... live here? Yes, I live here. I didn't... Oh my god! Didn't we discuss this when you came in? No, oh, we discussed that Grady lived here. <laughs> no, I I live here for like two more weeks. I've been here for like six months. Wow, Charlotte's homeless. I'm I'm literally homeless. It's oh, yeah. actually crazy. I've been like living from couch to couch for like a year and a half. Would you no, like a that? year, like a year. Charlotte D'Alessio is fucking homeless. <laughs> That's the headline. I mean, I guess this is a pretty funny way to be homeless. <laughs> in the Hollywood Hills in a beautiful guest house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam I, and I share a very similar outlook on life. We're like on is, the same wave. Yeah. <laughs> which um, is. <laughs> um, no, what we're saying, and this is like, it's a hard thing to say. but like, I, don't, I think it's funny. It like, is funny, but it's fucking true normalize this is i guess this is like more to people in this industry and in la like normalize being excited by and appreciating the fact that people are hot rich and famous that sounds super crazy but let me elaborate here it's like i think i think in la there's this whole thing where people try so hard to act like they don't care where i have to you know and i got to a point where i'm like wait I do care. Everybody <laughs> here is like in the top 1% of what they do. Yeah. And that is like such a remarkable sign of success, intelligence, and with a lot of people, it's really admirable. And it's like, hey, like if somebody's really wealthy or famous or like is this beautiful person or like has all this shit going, like mm-hmm. don't, don't act like you just don't give a fuck. Like you can give a fuck. You it's should special. You should appreciate it yeah. and be inspired by it. Yeah. Like that's so cool. Like, yeah, I don't think it's that shallow because it's not like you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm so interested in the fame aspect. It's, it's these people are extraordinary yeah. and you're, and it's, it would be a crime and foolish and, and 
and not even helpful to you to desensitize to it and dull it down of like, I'm no longer intrigued or enticed or excited by yeah. this thing that would have made my 12 year old self freak it, the it, fuck exactly, out. Exactly. You know? what, what the fuck is happiness? If like you get to the place that you always wanted to be and you're around the people that you've always wanted to meet and people that are at the place where you want to be even mm-hmm. where you're at now, yeah. what's the point of, of acting like you don't care? Yeah. Cause it's like, you do care. Yeah. Everybody cares. Everybody yeah. gives a fuck. You just act like you don't cause you think that's what you're supposed to do. But that's, it is so stupid. It's like, yeah. people are like, oh, like, you know, like, you know, I'm like, would I want to hang out with somebody more because they're wealthy or famous? In certain senses, yes. It's <laughs> fucking interesting. They're most likely yeah. one of the best people mm-hmm. at whatever they do. And they know something you don't. Yeah. And, and you, I, you could learn a lot from and these I, people. I can't speak for everybody. There's a lot of people that aren't. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people in that category that yeah. are, and it's like, I learn, and it's inspiring, and like, I, that's what we were talking about off camera, that I just, I think that there's a stigma that you have to be too cool for school and act like you don't care when people have all these yeah. things, and you know, you don't, there is a shallow way to care about it. Like there is, yeah, there is, there you is know, that. That there exists. is this type of person that cares about it in the wrong. That, that's all they care about. Or they, they only yeah. prioritize like climbing up a social ladder. But there's and a, that's there's, there's a middle ground where yeah. you can, you can appreciate like the successful people in your life and you know, you can be excited by them and you can tell them how excited you are by them. It's like, I, I think like a couple of years ago, like I remember, you know, it's like people always do this thing where like they meet somebody like, you know, a famous artist that they love. And because it's like you meet everybody out in LA and they do this thing where they try to act like they act like they don't know who they are when realistically they might know every word of one of their yeah. songs because they think, oh, yeah. I'll look cool if I don't know who they're. Fuck that. Yeah. Dude, literally anytime I meet somebody like who like makes music I love, I'm <laughs> like, I'll walk up to them and be like, dude, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I love your shit. Like, I love your music. Like, mm-hmm. you're so good. Like, you're so talented. It's like. Be genuine about the way yeah. you feel. Like that just carries. I no, I I agree. And I, I remember noticing when I moved to LA, like when I came here, it was cool to not care about all the really exciting things that you were doing. You would go to like this person's house and like it'd be such a crazy night and like so extremely fun. And I noticed it was cool if you didn't give up and I was like but this is really exciting yeah, to me like houses too it's like yeah, oh, there's like houses there is yes. the most ridiculous homes in Los Angeles just mm-hmm. absolutely absurd and you like go to one of these parties and everybody just kind of like tramps around in it like yeah. you're not in a 35 million dollar <laughs> house in Beverly Hills that you've it's like, never so like it's too beautiful fucking <laughs> sentence and stop being such like a pretentious little girl and be like yes, no like thank you it's okay to be like hey this is really sick it doesn't mm-hmm. make you materialistic it's no. fucking cool it looks dope it's yeah. rad like just accept it and appreciate that yes. you get to be there and so many people don't I appreciate it all the time and I'm so lucky yeah. and like I, I don't know I could get so into this no I, I can get into this too it pisses me there's two ways to go like go through life and this position I feel like and like so many people go the route where they like don't give a fuck about how successful they're so desensitized they they think it's normal no but, no, but that's the thing is they do give a fuck they no but some like people no I think some people actually can desensitize to it and don't yep. care because I started to I remember Even, when I both of us yeah. I'm sure have and you yeah have to be and like, then you bring it back you, like, you hey, bring it back hey. yes yes yeah like, hey, we're, like, don't forget where the fuck you are and like your 12 year old self would be freaking out and if you're not freaking out right now you've lost a part of yourself you've yeah. lost a part of yourself to be looking Cool. It's also like, dude, and I think it's cool to be 20, excited. We're Twenty-one and twenty-two. Yeah. It's like, if you lose your excitement now, you are you're so fucked. fucked. You're fucked. When you're older, oh my god, you miserable old piece of shit. Yeah. Tell myself <laughs> every time I feel like I'm gonna like. Every time I start to be like, oh man, like 
so understimulated, yet I have so much going on. Like I'm so I've seen everything. I'm so used. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. be quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no, yeah. Go spend go spend a week in a fucking dark room mm-hmm. so that you like you just appreciate everything again. Yeah. Thank you, COVID. In a sense, like, <laughs> Trump, I'm, totally. I, I, not thank you, COVID. Like it's fucking horrible. People are dying. It but sucks. you're looking at the silver lining. But like the silver lining is that. You know, with once again restaurants being closed, mm-hmm. we were on the way here, and I drove by like one of my favorite Italian places, and it, my heart swelled. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, to have pasta there <laughs> and be outside at a restaurant sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, does that sound sick? I yeah. forgot what it's like. Yeah. I like just moved in the Studio City area, and I'm like driving down. I'm like all these restaurants I haven't tried. I'm like dates and this and that. I'm like going out to eat with my friends. I'm like, I can't believe that. Like we got to do that at one point. Now I'm like I'm gonna appreciate it so much more. Yeah. I think what it is also too, I mean, the second you start taking things, like you stop becoming excited about things is the second you start taking them for granted. And I feel like the more you're excited about things and continue to be, it's the more you're keeping on to the perspective that your life is great. And if you let go of that, you start getting lost into like, I, you take everything for granted and you don't, you're, you don't care about the things you once cared about. And it it makes your life a lot more miserable. One one of the coolest things that was ever said to me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names because I don't know if you'd want me to, but (laughs) my, my buddy's dad is is one of the most successful people I've ever met. He's just one of those people where I'm like, fuck, dude, you mm-hmm. just constantly win. Yeah. And I had the opportunity when I started when I started Wish Me Luck, I was going to potentially have him invest, and I took an hour long phone call with him. I was talking to him, and basically, like, he was in like a like a tech background, like in a very like less I guess stimulating type thing or simulating and, a different way. Yeah, yeah, and he made he sold whatever he was doing in this like in you know this more corporate like techie area for like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars but he was still young and he's like okay well now i just want to like start something where i have an excuse to live in a place i like and be in like a certain industry that i like so i'm gonna start like a passion project but his passion project turned into like a billion dollar business of course that was also based around the things that he actually liked and he's telling me about all this and i'm like and he's like but yeah no so i just um i just sold it and i'm, I'm back in tech and i'm like so you mean you mean to tell me that like you you hit a lick in the tech world, and then you're like I'm gonna start a passion project, based off your passions that ended up becoming even more <laughs> successful, and you just left it to go back to the thing that you didn't necessarily love. Like why would you do that? And he's like, dude, like, you know, you you build this like massive business in an in an industry where it's like you're you're at every basketball game you're on every private jet you go to every fucking country you know every single singer you get to go to every con you do everything that any person could never fathom and he goes and you start to not appreciate it or care about it mm-hmm. he goes so i i wanted to put myself back in a more under stimulating position so i could look at the life i've lived and one appreciate it more and two, get excited about the things that I now have access to instead of just having access to them and not really being that excited about it. Yeah. And I heard that and I was like, dude, that is so cool. Yeah. Like that is like just, and it's like, it's one of those things where like you do sometimes have to like actually purposely, you know, when, when you're in something like that. And this, this could be in a lot of different fields, like put your, you know, take yourself out of it a little bit so you can come back in and yeah. thrive in it. Yeah. Um, that man is very wise and also is seeking fulfillment. How about I? How about I ask you some? What's your love life been like? My love life. Yeah. Um, my love life. <laughs> my. I mean, I. I notice I don't really prioritize that that much. That's I, sick. I don't think I look at guys. This is what I've noticed about myself recently. I don't really think I look at guys as like possible sexual partners. I don't look at 
guys yeah. like that. I look at guys as like always my friends. And someone has to look so when, really. But, okay, well then when does it, when does it change? Someone has to really like, it's, I, I don't think I, cause that's the thing. I spend so much time alone that I'm never craving company. I'm craving someone who like really blows me away. And like, there's something about them that I need to be, and they're going to teach me so much and I'm going to learn. They need to teach me a lot of stuff. I don't want someone I have to teach. I want them to teach me stuff. And yeah. And I find, and like stuff about how to l- go through life, not about particular Okay. Well things. then this, this ties into something like a little inner battle I've had recently. I feel like there's two types of like something that moves into a really great relationship. Mm-hmm. There's the people where it's like the spark is so instant and like you meet them and it's almost like before words have even come out of your mouth, you connect. And this could yeah. be with friends too. Yeah. But also partners, even if it's just a sexual partner, not even romantically, like sometimes you just have this instant connection. Mm-hmm. And I started to get really, put a lot of pressure on that where sometimes I'd meet people and if I didn't instantly click with them, friends, romantically, whatever it is, I'd be like, oh, it's not going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait, no, like there's a lot of times where it's like you end up having this beautiful, bountiful relationship with somebody that like you've hung out with a million times and then at a certain point it just trans transgresses into something or like it just shifts or even with friends, like you're around somebody a bunch and then all of a sudden it just turns into something and it's like shit, like is it a combination of both? Like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, just for the sake of not wasting time, like just Oh, you know, if it doesn't click instantly, it doesn't click instantly and just stay there. Cause that will save you a lot of time, yeah. but you also might miss out on a lot of things that could reveal themselves. Yeah. No, totally. Throughout and, the process. and I, I agree with you in that sense. And I'm always open to having my mind changed always. Like I, I really do. And most of the time guys I've liked are guys that have grown on me. Like yeah. guys have, I didn't necessarily like off the bat, but gr- over time I'm like, okay, you're really cute or like you're actually really like cool and it's awesome. Like, oh wait, you're actually yeah. cute. <laughs> or like, yeah, like someone you didn't look at le- that way and then you start to look at yeah, them Well, I have way. a question for you as a girl. I guess like mm-hmm. to you, it's like, you know, how much of it really is though like that instant spark? Like how, like uh, yeah. as far as like percentage of things go, like, you know, vice for guys out there too. I'm like, I need this for myself. But, like <laughs> how often would you say, you know, if it's somebody that like, whether it be like you want to hook up with or you want to date or like whatever it is, like how often is it that you know pretty quick? For me and my friends have told me this, so maybe I'm not the best like spokesperson for girls, but I know mine's like pretty instant. But at the same time, like I I do, guys do grow on me, but the instant connection and like I, I feel like I can tell right off the bat if I'm, if, this person has potential or not. Like yeah. I can tell right. Like as, as soon as you walk through the room, like, cause that's sexual attraction. That's like the, your like weird physical body connection there. Like yeah. you can tell. And there's some people that surprise me over like a year long of knowing them. They've been my friend. I'm like, Oh my God, fuck. I like this guy. Are you kidding me? Which is like, it's always so fun. Yeah, no, it's, it's fun. And it's, so it's like, so, wait, what is this? So yeah, you're we're like, so wait, bad. What is happening we're friends. Right we can't, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. <laughs> But no, most, I think most importantly, it's that. Don't we just love surprises? I love a surprise. It's pretty, I, every time I feel like not <laughs> excited. I mean, I'm like, I wake up every day pretty fucking yeah, happy. Yeah, like, It could be like the best day of my life. <laughs> uh, but one thing that like, keeps me constantly excited is like, I do love meeting people. And of course, like, especially when I'm single, like the idea of like romantically meeting somebody, it's always like shit. You have no idea, but like today or next week or six months from now, you have like no idea who you accidentally might bump into or who might already be there that just like turns into this thing that like completely just flips your life upside down in this roller coaster. Yeah. It's like 
that all like the element of surprise mm-hmm. like not just knowing that like that could just happen yeah. at any point like no it is pretty crazy like at yeah at any point someone can just walk into your life and shake the entire thing on its head yeah. like literally flip the, your entire life upside down the and best change the friend thing is definitely the intention. is definitely a, a goddamn earthquake yeah it's like when when you've like that's a slow burn for me i'm like it sl- sneaks up on me and i'm like it's are you sl- kidding it's like a fr- it's like a french indie film just a yeah. slow burn you just got to wait till you get to the ending the ending scene <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, I feel like I'm not one to ask about relationship stuff just because I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be one of those people that like has like two boyfriends their whole life and that's it. You're in a relationship with yourself, Charlotte. I think so. You are. I yeah, really you, think I am. You don't am. think so, you know so. You exude, <laughs> you exude that like confidence. And, like, well, I think everyone should be in a relationship with themselves. I don't necessarily think it's maybe the best way to go through life the way I'm going through it, but it's just ha- how it happens to be and for me. The way I'm going through it, I could, I could say based on what we talked about, might be the opposite where I'm mm-hmm. like very like just you know all over the place like yeah um and it's not the best way either but what do you mean all over the place like in what way i mean it's like i i like in a sense like am i'm i'm girl obsessed in the sense that it's like i like like i mentioned earlier like i don't spend enough time alone and i think Mm -hmm. i do i crave company more than i should and sometimes i think i crave it even for the wrong reasons what are the wrong reasons i think the wrong reasons could be because like in my position it's like like i said I'm pretty used to constant stimulation. I'm always mm-hmm. doing something. I'm working. I'm socializing. I'm, I'm exercising. I'm doing. I'm always doing something, and I think sometimes I like crave company because it's like this stimulating thing, mm-hmm. and it's like exciting to be around somebody, especially someone that maybe you're romantically interested. Like you know that gets your yeah. cylinders firing. And yeah. Like, and sometimes I'm like, am I just craving this because I I can't just like chill yeah and just be by myself you yeah know? so do you um, think it's mostly the company is that what kind of what you're getting at yeah, um, I think it's a combination of that. Also, just like a love for people. Yeah, you know, it seems like you're very much like you're you spend a lot of time alone. Mm-hmm. You really don't see like I, you you don't really like date around or do anything. <laughs> um, and it's like I guess I don't I don't really either. But I'm like definitely I'm like more on that like you're okay, more like, normal. I, I like want to I want to meet people. Or like want to do this. Or sometimes I'm like, dude, just like chill out like, yeah you don't like stop being so worried about like hopefully meeting someone tonight you i know? think w- there's a healthy sounds, balance between the two of us like, yeah up, like, yeah fine, you know? there's there's a healthy balance between the two which is like not necessarily what i'm doing maybe not necessarily what you're doing but it's having having the ability to do both yeah. like to be completely by yourself but then also not really care mm-hmm. you know if it happens or not yeah for sure no, I mean, maybe you should just be alone for like the rest of your life. You know? I think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I I don't know. It it takes a lot for me to like want to date somebody. Like it really, it takes like a really interesting, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're, you, you're, you're, you're a fucking oddball. <laughs> as much as I feel like I know you at certain times, I'm like, I, this, this girl's got layers. Isn't, <laughs> doesn't Shrek say like, like layers, like an onion? Yeah. 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 You uh, got to keep peeling. No, no Charlotte's, Charlotte's got some fucking layers, guys. <laughs> I, I don't think I do, uh, but, but thank you. Out of her mind. I'm speaking from I don't know what that means. Charlotte, but... <laughs> Charlotte's got layers. There's levels to this girl. <laughs> You've got layers too. I feel like you always got like some sort of ace up your sleeve. Like right when we feel like people have got you figured out, like there's, that's your brand. Like don't even act like you're, you're not just loving this conversation right <laughs> no, now. No, I don't think that's my brand. I don't know what my brand is. I think my brand is just having a good time. It's just having a good time. Yeah. 
But no, I, I, I do think, but I think that all stems from spending time alone because you just figure out what the fuck you want. And like that changes day to day and it, it only evolves the more time you spend alone. Mm-hmm. Like it really, you'd really just figure, I think that's the, the secret to life is just spending as much time as you can Whoa. alone with your thoughts to figure out who, who the hell you are. That was a bomb. See the secret to life. That's, that's, I'm letting you in on it. That was a mic, that was <laughs> a mic dropper. Yeah. Um, what about you with girls? What's like your dynamic dynamic in a relationship? Like who, what role do you play? Um, I'm definitely very dominant, but not, not from a place of like, I, I'd like, I don't hopefully not from like a place of control or ego. I think dominant in a sense that I really do like a sense of like providing and planning. I mean, even in my friendships, like I always try to host. Mm-hmm. I always try to be the one spearheading That's the true, plans. That's true, actually. To yeah. a certain extent, it is an element of control. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's also because okay. of my job. Like, I, you know, like the photographer in a lot of ways is kind of making decisions amongst like this whole group of people for mm-hmm. like what something, how something's happening. But yeah, so you know, like in, in a relationship, I definitely, I, I play a role of like I try to, I try to really like, I, yeah, I, I play like a, a dominant role, but I'm, you know, it's like I, I, th- I think it's cool when somebody else can do the same thing too. Yeah. Um, like I definitely, I like very independent women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really sexy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that intimidates boys, mm-hmm. but inspires men. That's yeah. That's a quote. Um, and, you know, I, like the more and more I get older, I try to push myself to be like, hey, like, you know, for like be really seeking out the people that are almost hard because like, you know, like it's, it's easy. It's easy to be with someone that you know is like impressed by anything you say and is like yeah. more submissive and like because it's like it's satisfactory. Yeah, and a lot of people wouldn't admit that. Yeah, but like girls and guys both get this feeling subconsciously when they feel like they're the shit. Yeah, because the other person's just like ah, it's not a challenge. And it, yeah, where it's like you really do have to like push yourself to challenge yourself. I you know I'm like constantly like look like you know challenge yourself like no um, i mean I, yeah i've had similar conversations with my guy friends and where they're in the same situation where they want like a challenge and they want to feel that kind of and they don't necessarily want and, to and be a, a lot of people say that even like myself but we end up not going you know we end up not necessarily choosing people that are as challenging and mm-hmm. it's like choose i i'm trying to force myself to like you know really yeah. break out and and meet like i would lo- i would just i would love to meet somebody that really like genuinely just like rocks my world in the sense where i'm like fuck like this is this is a ride you know it's like yeah sometimes people mistake challenges too for difficult people (laughs) or like people that are almost like kind of shitty to them yeah which yes that's challenging that's just the wrong way to look it's challenging but like not challenging the right way but like there's like uh, you know the the, if you're smart you know a challenge is someone that knows more than you or like can actually challenge you in a conversation you know what i mean but i I feel like guys a good how how great is like an argument on a first date, but like a constructive argument. Yes. I feel like if you go <laughs> it's on like a I, debate, I feel like, I feel like that's like a great sign. If you go, if you have like a debate with somebody on like yeah. a first date where you guys like you kind of disagree, yeah. kind of disagreeing, but bantering and like each of your perspectives is leaning more mm. towards the same thing. Bro, that's communication at yeah. its finest. That's yeah. fucking sick. Agreed. And there's no like real, like the person's not really judging you, but they're challenging you. Like that's, I agree that mm-hmm. it is what it's about. Interesting, interesting, but I just feel like Yeah, exactly, idea. exactly. Yeah. I feel like guys though, like struggle with finding kind of partners that challenge them because they, what I've noticed, at least you can again disagree with me, but like, that because they value a sexual attraction more, I think, than girls do. Girls yeah. value it. Everyone values it. Who oh, no, doesn't dude, want that? Guy, but guys value it far more. I, I No, 100%. Yeah. I feel like to a certain extent, we can't speak for everybody, but I think yeah. to a certain extent, guys are like driving drunk. 
yeah in like the romantic life where i feel like girls are like you know 10 and 2 like pretty hands on yeah. the wheel to, can't speak for everybody like i feel like yeah, guys are is, like we're categorizing on the freeway yeah. and it's like if like the opposite sex or same sex or whatever you're interested in are like billboards you're like driving like whoa <laughs> like, oh should i take this exit like let me get back here let me switch lanes let me get over here and then i feel like girls are very much like girls are way more logical they really are and when choosing the 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 opposite sex of who to date like they they are much it, more logical it, it, it varies it varies it, 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 actually sometimes at the same, they're at the same time, not fucking at all you know like that's it's kind that's of what, true it, that's it, like it, one thing i've got a conclusion with for a while i'm like okay like guys fall short in this area and girls fall short in this and area, girls fall yeah. short in this area but i'm like honestly like we all i would say guys and girls fall short equally in different it's the, they're just different areas we, we're we're not the same but we complement each other yeah you know and that's well, it we're very different scientifically Scientific, exactly and thank god that we do but yeah no i i agree with you i think girls sometimes will like to that like i've noticed like girls are more susceptible of being in relationships where they they don't get the respect they deserve where guys are guys will do that As less they said in the, the perks of a wallflower um we accept the love that we think we deserve. Yeah. That's just the truest shit. And it's actually so yeah. sad sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's Do you like, think girls have lower self-esteem as a, as a total? Cause I, that's uh, what I'm thinking of, but I don't know if that's necessarily no, true. No, I think, I think like, I think that those things just surface in different ways. Like I think that's true. Guys and girls probably share equally like, a, you know, but low yeah, self-esteem no, yeah. at times. They just, they, they, they handle them differently and um, in different categories. Yeah. And you know, as I've said too, it's like, can't speak for everybody. Just maybe I'm being a little uh, general here, but like, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, I feel like girls that, you know, might have low self-esteem will find themselves in relationships with people that treat them like shit. Yeah. Where I feel like guys that have low self-esteem are the guys that treat people like yeah, shit. exactly. And I feel like it's, oh, wow, yeah, that, that just clicked. Just that makes like, sense. Yeah, no, no that just made sense. It's like yeah. the, guy, the guy that, like, just yeah. puts somebody down hates himself. Yeah. And, like, the girl that accepts that, like, hates themselves. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, like, fix that. What makes a good model to shoot? I think I think, like, what makes a good model is, and this is tough, but, like, I think if you... I mean, there's a couple things, but I think the big thing is if you're somebody that brings this energy to the table where it's very collaborative, like you're going to create great shit with a photographer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, like if you're a model that like is constantly looking at inspo and mood boards and expanding like your taste and ideas or like, you know, brings, brings pieces to the shoot. Like if it's self-styled where it's like, oh, I think this would look cool. This would look cool. You know, if you come, if like any, anybody that comes to the shoot and you know, sometimes I'm very specific as what I want, but like most people come to the shoot and it's kind of like, yeah, you just, you just tell me like, I don't care. I just trust you, mm-hmm. which I, I get that and it's fine, mm-hmm. but there is something about someone that like comes to shoot and they're, they're almost wanting to direct it with you. And it feels like you guys are creating something together, like mm-hmm. almost like the model is the photographer, but she's the subject. Like it's mm-hmm. like very collaborative and you guys are like kind of like riffing off each other's ideas. And like, I think that's, that's really dope. Um, and that, that comes from somebody that like has creativity and taste and like, likes the things they like like you know like working with you it's like i i you know i feel like like you know you're a good example in the sense that you know i know for a fact that like you you make mood boards and you have inspo and it's like we could shoot something and like you'd be able to draw from your you know like your little say like a hat's filled with paper and that's yeah, your brain like your encyclopedia like ideas like you know because then that plays into the poses and yeah like the vibes like you know, somebody that like, I don't actually make mood boards, but I've, I've, but I, I, but I know you, I know that like you, you have aesthetic appreciation. Yeah. Like, see totally. different things. Um, I think that, that, then that's somebody that like, a, a, somebody that can come, come in and like bring, 
different tastes and this and that. Have um, you ever had a model that you work with that does that, but it's not necessarily what you like? Like, you have you clash in that sense? Like, a model is like wants kind of this vision, but you're not agreeing with that? Um, yeah, yes. But that being said, I feel like at this point, it's pretty clear what I do. And I try to like really see what somebody else does. Yeah. So a lot of times working together, it's like we're kind of an understanding of like what each other's vibes are. Um, and it's like we, I try to communicate prior to the shoot. But no, there's shoots where somebody will have ideas and it's like this is maybe where part of my like newfound just blunt honesty has come from where I'm mm-hmm. like, look, I don't <laughs> My I don't newfound think so. blunt honesty. We're like, no, I, I took a while where I'm like, I don't, I don't think that looks good. <laughs> I don't think that's cool. And if they're like, well, I, I really think it would, yeah. that's where I'm like, okay, then we're going to try it. Yeah. And we'll try my way. We'll try your way. Um, and, <laughs> and then we'll it can go backwards works. where somebody could be like, I don't think that, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Look, we'll try it. If you don't like it, we don't use it. Like, yeah. I'm going to get your approval for everything. Yeah. Um, that's something I respect. You actually do always ask for approval. You're very cautious of that. It's like my like. biggest nightmare is like posting some shit that just like makes somebody so upset. Cause well, it's just like the yeah. internet is like. I have followers now and it's like it's not like it's like 10 fucking people it's like yeah. half a million of them I'm like if I yeah. post something and someone hates the way they look or there's like some little fucking detail <laughs> I could never think of yeah. that just drives them nuts and I'm like it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually not forgiving it doesn't yeah. even matter if you delete it it's just like yeah, like, hey, photographers, I've said this a million times, always ask. It doesn't matter if you're working with somebody <laughs> that doesn't even have an Instagram or you're working with somebody that's 2 billion followers. Just always fucking ask. It's good advice for people who want to build, like, a strong relationship with who they shoot with because, yeah. like, I, I respect you for doing that. You always ask and you're always making about, sure I'm cool I with everything. I hear it all the time, especially if I shoot something that's, like, like nude. Mm-hmm. Um, peop, like, I've heard, like, girls all the time always be like, they'll kind of say something in this state of panic, like, you know, like, you're not going to, like, just, like, put this out, right? Yeah. And I'm like, of course not. Like, yeah. you're, you're not wearing clothes. Like, you think I'm just going to, like, put this on the internet without, like, asking you? Yeah, I remember like, we did that. Or I shot, like, topless with you, and you're like, can I post these? I was like, yeah, just, like, make sure my nipple's not in. You're like, Charlotte, obviously I'm not going to post your fucking nipple. Yeah, I'm like, like people... <laughs> and it just made me feel, you are just like, yeah, like, are you fucking... You? I was just like, yeah, okay, Sam's Yeah, cool. and like, I, I, I was like actually him. talking about this with somebody the other day. There's a lot of photographers that will make girls sign model releases when they shoot. It's basically the girl signing off that they can use the photos anywhere for anything. Mm-hmm. You see, of, who does that? A lot of photographers do it. Um, you're, you're in a position where I feel like you're a little, because of your success, you're a little bit more intimidating and people might not pull that with you. Mm-hmm. But a lot of photographers do it so that if they want to make a book one day or have a gallery, they don't have to go back and reach out. They don't yeah. have to worry that maybe you're at a different place in your life. And if they shot you nude three years ago and they want to publish it, you signed something and you were 18 and you had no idea what you were doing and they can just fucking use it. Yeah. And I, is that convenient because you don't have to go back and reach out to people and you just like know that you can do whatever with your photos and not get sued? Yeah. Is it horrible? Yes. <laughs> I would never make someone do that because it's like yeah. do people are always at different places in their life. Like maybe you shoot something like really sexy or this with someone years back, but now they're at a point where like they don't want that branding yeah. or like, you know, or it's like, say, or I'm they putting, hated the images. Yeah. Or say yeah. I'm putting out a book or it's like, yeah, how could you make somebody sign off on photos before they've seen them? Yeah. Or it's like, I'm publishing, <laughs> I'm publishing a book. Why would I like have someone sign something on the spot so I could just use it? It's like I would much rather hit them up and have them sign it because it's like I don't want anybody in like my lifelong establishment mm-hmm. of like a physical copy of work 
to not want to be in it. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be like, well, sucks. You signed it. It's like, yeah. no, like, fuck, I don't want you in it if you don't want to be in it. It's like, I want us all to be excited about this, you know? Yeah. Well, now I can see like where you're clear, like ability to read people and intuition like comes into play for your success because like it makes people respect you and it makes and it's it will it's more long-standing because people will like you and like the ability like you said like the ability to have power and people liking you is more powerful than different types of power and it's true because that's so long-standing you'll have a group of people that can vouch for you it's like you'll become the most powerful person if like you if you can manage to like respect yourself but respect others yeah you know yeah um crazy world we live in people suck <laughs> everyone's just getting canceled left and right yeah, everyone's getting canceled have you been canceled before absolutely really not. okay no, you used, haven't it used to scare Wait, the you shit have out. or haven't no i haven't okay it used to scare the fuck out of me not because i've done anything to get canceled <laughs> but just because like everybody get canceled and yeah. i'm like so i'm gonna like make some shit up or am i gonna like someone's gonna take something i say i'm gonna tell context? you right now you will get canceled just for something like it's not even gonna be something you do wrong you just will just statistically you will i, I feel i feel like the wow that sucks i, feel I like, no, but i'm preparing you so you care less when it happens yeah but i also feel like if you didn't really do anything that's actually wrong yeah. and people are just coming at you it does pass yeah no and it, it and it will as, and that's as probably it, fuck, what as will it fucking should like yeah. people just attack anybody in the limelight it's like hey we're all humans like you know, it's like, no. well, everyone's been canceled at this point that cancel culture, I feel like holds less value because every single celebrity or every person that's famous has been canceled. So the, that, so is anyone the closest canceled? I had ever every, gotten, no one's canceled. The then. closest I had ever gotten to being canceled. And this is so fucking ironic <laughs> is, you know, the, the BLM movement is yeah. at its fullest. The protests are raging. Like it's really going off. And I'm like, you know, and it made me very aware of like how prevalent the issue of racism is in our country and everything. And then for the first time, like I really did feel motivated to like contribute to it. So I had Wish Me Luck, my clothing brand, um, sell a t-shirt with all of the profits going to like, you know, for, for bonds, for people that are in prison for the wrong, like just all the different charities yeah. uh, for BLM. We, we put it up and we're like, we didn't place the order for the t-shirts prior because we didn't have anywhere to sell we sold way more of that charity t-shirt than anything so we're gonna be like we'll do this for 48 hours that whatever it caps at then we'll get it made which takes takes a little bit Mm -hmm. while this is all going on a couple weeks earlier i had bought a new car and i bought a new watch Mm -hmm. i do this thing and somebody goes on their story and goes oh my god sam damashek sold a t-shirt for blm (laughs) and he took all the money and he bought a mercedes and a watch and i'm like first of all i bought that two weeks ago (laughs) Second my own all, money what the fuck yeah and then other people started posting and then it became this thing where somebody tried to start a rumor that like me and alex were pocketing the money <laughs> like i got like yeah. can't and that's then, what and, I mean and then people started will. attacking yeah. people started attacking me being like oh like you're just using blm to get attention to your platform i'm like no i'm using my platform to bring attention to blm <laughs> so like i got Period, like, yeah. I got, like absolutely attacked on the internet for raising money for black lives matter <laughs> and then finally i just posted a screenshot of like a paypal receipt of 20 something 30 something thousand dollars to a charity and i'm like yeah fuck you guys and everyone's like the fact you even okay yeah, he's, yeah he's cool and i'm like yeah. dude like what the fuck yeah. like well, that's why I say, like, I, I can speak with confidence as that I know you'll get canceled yeah, because it actually doesn't matter this, who this, the this people my, are. Yeah. One. Somebody, somebody messaged me and somebody messaged me and goes, you're such a fucking pussy. Like, if you want to actually help, go to a protest. <laughs> and I literally replied and I was like, honestly, dude, I'm a huge pussy. That's why I haven't gone to the protest. Like, I, that shit looks really like, scary. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm at my house and I'm going to try to contribute in whatever way I can. Yeah. And the person replies and goes, 
Dude, honestly, I didn't go either because I was way too scared. Okay, you just <laughs> literally DM me to call me a pussy for not going to the protest. It's like, yeah. fuck you. Like, you're yeah. just hating because it's yeah. like, oh, everybody else is mad, so I'm just going to be mad at you for yeah. no reason. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Like, no, 100%. Well, that, that you just have to like gear your – you have to be wiser in the sense of like, I know these people are just angry, and they like to get angry at certain people. Like, it, it's it, – it's fun for them. And so the less you care about being canceled for things that you didn't actually do and you know you're a good person, the less it's going to affect you. Just don't get canceled for shit that you should be canceled for. Yeah. Don't actually make terrible mistakes. But like innocent yeah, mistakes don't, and don't people, do that. Yeah, people spinning you in a hey, bad light is inevitable. Here's some great advice. Don't make terrible mistakes. That's, that's really good advice, Sam. Thank that's you. insightful. <laughs> that's really insightful. Um, I'm going to follow that. Charlotte. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we've been going back and forth for a while, and we probably could. So I'm happy to chat a little bit more, or we could figure out where. Do you want to? Yeah. What what point should we end on? We can end here too. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, I, we just get along too well. I know. We this could be we like could a six-hour podcast. It could be like a novel of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be like the whole J.K. Rowling Harry Potter series of podcasts. We will make it a keep we fucking can, going. We can make it a um, a segment. You come on once a month, and we yeah. just talk our shit. I'll just be your host with you. <laughs> we can co-host. <laughs> this little chair. <laughs> um. <laughs> like imagine, I, I I sit. I'm like sitting on the the, the arm of it, like. <laughs> Should we just like have like you and I on this chair and we just grill people? Yeah. Imagine how <laughs> Tell doing me we're, everything we're you've done in the wrong to each other, sunglasses on, like, hey, <laughs> how do you really feel? <laughs> Charlotte Delcio, everybody. Um I Charlotte, I just Sam wanted to Dame thank Jack. you. I just wanted to thank you for coming on my podcast. It's been quite the pleasure <laughs> to have you here. Um I'm totally kidding. <laughs> you do. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. You're one of my favorite <laughs> photographers I've shot with, and you're my Instagram photo icon so i think that means a lot and sam's the best well, you're one of my favorite people i've ever worked with stop wow um, this is mutual one of my favorite people in the industry stop. Are, we, are we having a moment are we having a moment right now this is wow this is crazy we've had this moment I'm before getting so nervous. <laughs> i get nervous around pretty girls yeah. <laughs> um anyways thank you for joining me on this podcast you're a great I'm guest. like three glasses of wine deep i'll just start saying stupid shit <laughs> um should, can we like mic cheers yes and real cheers Wait, wait, hold on. That's going to be effect. a good ASMR. AS- okay. All right, we're done. We're done. We're done. I love you, Charlotte. I love, love you. you, Sam. Thank you for having me. <laughs> that, was, that was fucking amazing. <laughs>